Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Kind. Make It Kind. M-I-P. With Massimella Mark Thompson. Make It Kind. Get woke. Following up on yesterday's show, we heard Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee's reaction to Joe Biden's executive order just this past Bloody Sunday. The executive order for voting rights also had a panel conversation on that with latasha brown of black voters matter pastor michael mcbride of the black church pack and the reverend dr benjamin f chavis jr of the national newspaper publishers association blackpressusa.com wanted to hear their thoughts about the biden executive order and voting rights here 56 years since selma and bloody Sunday. We now have several other special guests. We want to get some direct reactions to uh, Biden's uh, executive order. Um, let's bring them on. I believe uh, we have Latasha Brown of Black Voters Matter, who is with us. We have Pastor Michael McBride of the Black Church Pack, and we have the Reverend Dr. Benjamin F. Chavis Jr. of the National Newspaper Publishers Association. Let me just recap quickly. Uh, his executive order directs federal agencies to expand access to voter registration and election information uh, to assist states under the National Voter Registration Act to improve and modernize the website vote.gov to increase federal employees access to voting, analyze barriers to voting for people with disabilities, increase voting access for active duty military and other overseas voters provide voting access and education to citizens in federal custody, establish a Native American voting rights steering group. Those are just some of the highlights from his executive order. Welcome to you all. First of all, uh, Latasha Brown, who uh, tore up the uh, Brown Chapel service this morning with mm -hmm. voice uh, and where Pastor Mike, I got a bunch of calls. They said, is, is, is uh, 
Latasha, the, the preacher, for the hour? And I said, well, I don't think so. But she sure got her preach on and got her singing on. We appreciate you. Latasha, folks, Latasha, we know Stacey Abrams, but we also know Latasha because what Black Voters Matter has done in consort with what Stacey Abrams has done, the Black Church PAC has done, these are the people that you're watching on your screen who are responsible for getting the black vote out in November and making sure the Georgia runoffs were the success that they were. But Latasha, let's start with you ladies first, Queens first, your reaction uh, to Biden's executive order on this bloody Sunday. You know, I commend him. He did the right thing that I commend him for, you know, we're in a long journey that what we have to really recognize is that voting rights is the foundation of democracy in this country. And so I think that is a good start. Um, I am, I commend him on the executive order. I think there's a lot of power, um, a lot of leverage around expanding the vote. You know, that is actually profound on a day such as t today, I think it's really profound. And so I just want to thank him um, and, and, when we talk about what is at stake, you know, when we're talking about, you know, what we're dealing with right now, we are dealing with a full-fledged frontal attack on the voting rights in this country. And we're going to have to have layers, layers of, of, um, of, of work that we've got to do to make sure that we protect that vote. And so I think this executive order does is an excellent um, first step around literally making sure that there's an expansion. I love the fact that the Native American community, that oftentimes people don't think about how they have been targeted, that literally out in the Midwest, they created whole laws that would actually not accept the post office box, uh, their, their addresses at reservations. And what they had used is actually normally they had used post office box, but that was directed specifically at Native Americans. We've seen legislation that has been literally about uh, a second language. You can't, you, you have to have everything in English. That has been significantly like directed at people people of color, of our land brothers and sisters. And then when we look at these new laws that are happening in Georgia, 91 laws right now to restrict voting rights, including making illegal and a criminal offense of organizations like mine to give out water and potato chips to people who are standing in line for two, three, four hours. Matter of fact, last year in the election, there were some people that stood in line for 11 hours. But we can't be able to bring comfort care for them. That would be a criminal, um, a criminal activity. And so I think it's really important that we see this kind of leadership coming out the White House, that we see this kind of leadership that's saying that voting rights is going to be a major issue and a cornerstone issue um, in this administration. We also have to push Congress, though, to make sure that we pass H.R. 1. We got to make sure that we actually have the full restoration of the Voting Rights Act of the John Lewis um, restoration, um, Voting Restoration Act. In addition to that, we also got to make sure that we put people in position and power in our local states that are actually going to align with our interests. We're not going to go back. And so I think that my first reaction is, you know, it is a, I commend him. I'm very, very excited about him literally opening and making, making a message that this is a core, important priority for his administration. All right. Thank, thank you. You all see how she gets you fired up. That's how she's able to motivate people. We appreciate that. Latasha, Pastor Mike, mentioned Georgia. And I think some people may have been confused when they saw the Georgia Secretary of State and the governor resist Trump's demands. They probably made an assumption that all of Georgia had changed and that they were on our side. But as Latasha just alluded to, uh, our votes are very much in jeopardy again in Georgia. 
They're trying to change things up in, in a way. What are, what are your thoughts about that as well as your thoughts about this executive order from President Biden? All right. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to you, Mike. We'll get Mike's audio worked out. Dr. Chavis, your reaction to the executive order? Uh, it's a good yes. start. Is, is it enough? It's a very good start. And first, I just want to give a shout out to my sister leader, Natasha Brown. I'm so proud of her. If, if there's ever a freedom fighter in the world, a great woman, it's Natasha Brown. I've, I've known her for decades, and every time I see she's making an impact, making a difference. I'm just so proud of her, and it's always good to be with uh, Pastor Mike. But in answer to your question, Mark, it is significant that the President of the United States, on this day, on Bloody Sunday, has issued an executive order uh, calling for further protections of voting rights. Uh, Latasha is right. Listen, when you win a victory, you have to protect that victory. Uh, now we have the response of the right wing in all these state legislators all over the country, including Georgia, to suppress the vote. And if you suppress the black vote, you suppress all American votes. And, and, and that's why black votes matter. That's why black lives matter. And that's why uh, what President Biden did today matters. Executive orders matter uh, when they come from the President of the United States on voting rights. Uh, you know, one year later, I think John Lewis, C.T. Vivian, Rep. Joseph Lowry, Jose Williams, all of the uh, great heroes of the Civil Rights Forum. I'm glad you have Reverend Jackson on earlier, Mark. Listen, uh, we got to fight. And, and I hope that now that the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan has been voted on by the Senate, that we will now vote these other legislations. We need the John Lewis uh, Voting Rights Act passed. We need the Reparations Bill passed, H.R. 40. We need uh, the George Floyd uh, Justice and Policing Act uh, passed. And we need much more. Uh, we're in a fight. And uh, as Natasha knows, we cannot relent. We cannot relax. We want a great victory in November, a great victory in Georgia in January. But when we win these victories, these victories now have to be protected. Because I guarantee you, the right wing is coming. They're coming for blood. They're coming for votes. They're coming for the lives of our people. And we must stand up and defend ourselves. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, Pastor Mike, I think we have you now. Can, you, can we hear you? Yes, I, I hope so. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine, brother. Your, your reaction to the executive order and, and the fight ahead. If, first of all, Pastor Mike, we know the Black Church Pact like Black Voters Matter, is, is working in all the jurisdictions. This is what a president can do from the White House, but we know that this battle is really in these state houses and in these counties because we everybody is still sort of hodgepodge when it comes to uh, voter access and voter laws. It reminds us that elections have consequences, and we are now experiencing some early fruit of the work that we've done. But on a Sunday morning, I didn't get a chance to preach this morning, so I, I want to throw the scripture out that says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. What the Republicans are demonstrating to us across this country in many states is they love to uh, allow their wickedness in high places through systems and structures to continue to obstruct and block the kind of access uh, that is guaranteed to us first by God, certainly by the Constitution through our blood, sweat, and tears on this uh, uh, Bloody Sunday memorial, it reminds us that we cannot uh, relax, we cannot relent, we cannot abdicate our responsibility to 
push for an inclusive voter uh, infrastructure all across this country in every state that the executive order is a wonderful expression of the fruit of our labor labor from a federal uh, level uh, the Voting Rights Act still has to get through the Senate but there must be work that we insist that states and localities do to ensure that people with criminal convictions do not have an obstruction to voting people who live in uh, neighborhoods where there are not enough polling places do not continue to experience the systemic and structural uh, disinvestment in the opportunity to vote. So this is certainly a great step. It's great to see President Biden delivering on some of the promises that he's made. Uh, but as uh, uh, Latasha says all the time, can't stop, won't stop. Uh, we still got a long ways to go. And uh, I know that our black churches, our black uh, faith leaders, uh, our black church people, uh, folks are still tuned in uh, to making sure that we can hold the line on this and keep moving forward um, to ensure that not only everyone has the right to vote, but governance delivers material conditions to the people that need it. Um, it Pastor Mike, you said you didn't get a chance to preach this morning. I told you you didn't have to because Latasha preached uh, at Brown. <laughs> I'm literally being texted right here on my phone during this broadcast. Who was that? What was she doing preaching? But anyway, we, we appreciate her. Uh, Latasha, she, she definitely carries a sermon with her in her back pocket. Believe that's right. That's right. That's right. We're going to talk about that, you know, because it's our job to help discern others who have the call. Uh, those of us who are already <laughs> ordained. I'm Danielle Moody. I'm Torre. Be sure to check out Democracy-ish, where we channeled the frustration, rage, and absurdity that was the 2020 election, as well as discuss the current state of the political climate and our country from a Black perspective. New episodes available every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you stream your podcasts. Latasha, you know, it's, it's interesting. As we commemorate Bloody Sunday at this very moment, when people were suppressed from the vote physically. Um, nothing has really changed, has it, Latasha? In fact, the suppression, they may not use horses and batons and state troopers at the moment. They're doing some things that are really even more sophisticated, aren't they? You know, Mark, you might be surprised at my answer, but, you know, when I talk about, when I think about this notion, because I was actually in my bed the other day really upset about what was happening. There are 91 bills, as I mentioned, in Georgia. Matter of fact, on tomorrow, one third of all of the bills that are being um, considered that will be voted on tomorrow from the Georgia legislature are bills about restricting voting access. One third. Mm. And, so a, um, and so I'm raising this of how on one hand you look at it and say things are, things are not changing, things are staying the same. But oh, yes, they are. Let me say this, that if you look at what those limited group of white folks who have always been in a space to try to suppress and marginalize, you're right. They have not changed at all. But let me tell you where the real change is. The real change is now there's been an awakening. There's an awakening in our communities. There's awakening our, with our people just in Georgia alone. In Georgia, the whole runoff election system was created so that black folks, not just in Georgia, throughout the South, so that black people would not participate in the process. But guess what? There were more black folk in Georgia that voted in the runoff this at last election cycle than in the, the general election. That is historic. That is unheard of. That we actually, in spite of the voter suppression, in spite of all the tricks that they've done, that literally when people wake up, 
we can actually make a shift. And so I think that part of the issue is we got to shift our focal point. Our liberation ain't based on whether white folk accept it or not. Our liberation ain't based on whether this system validate us. God validated us. Mm. That part of who we are in our agency is to really operate in a way that we are speaking life into some dry bones so that our folks can rise up. And so what we saw this last election cycle, through all of what Trump did with aligning himself with the white supremacists, through all of what he did and 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 to put judges in position to actually discriminate against us for all what they did, like in Georgia, where they dropped 200,000 voters from the voting rolls six months prior to the primary. But all they did at the end of the day, we were able when we stepped into our power, like even in their own system. That was designed to make have us at an advantage. We actually overcame, and so I think the the real message is we can't get caught up in just this message of saying things hadn't changed, stayed the same. No, that system has continued to stay the same. But who we are is we are different, and so I think that we've got to lean into that difference because that's going to require us. Let's be honest about the Voting Rights Act. While the Voting Rights Act was a remarkable piece of legislation, and it certainly opened up the opportunity for us. In 1965, that was a compromise. We have not achieved exactly what we need to achieve. The fact that the Voting Rights Act had to be voted, had to be ratified, every re reauthorized every 25 years, saying that our work was not done. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, there's a family member of mine that used to say, until the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of change, you won't change. And so right now in this moment, that what we can look at is what we're experiencing around voter suppression is literally around this country is being exposed all around the world. It has gone around this world saying that it is the greatest democracy. Yet people can see its treatment of black folks is exposing who they are. People around the world, when they looked at January 6th, when they saw folks climbing up on the climbing up on the Capitol, right? Because over a big lie, they saw the president incite that. All around the world, people saw what was happening. And so I raise that that while there were founders of America that we know as a nation, the founders of, a, of democracy, of making democracy be real, have all, it has always been black people. That literally we stood in our agency when we were singing those songs. Ain't gonna let nobody turn around, turn me around, turn me around. Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. I'm gonna keep on walking, keep on and talking, marching up to freedom's land. Now, Mark, I know you didn't ask me to sing. I know I'm giving a long answer to this question, but I'm saying this because I want our people to keep their eyes on the real prize. Oftentimes we get confused and believe that the prize is for somebody else to accept us, for right, somebody right. else to, to affirm us. Our God affirms us. And so hmm. whenever we have literally stood in that, to stood in that space that we had agency, we had power, things had to change. We didn't only change our this little city of Selma. We changed the nation. We changed the world. And so while we're right now, we're seeing all of these ugly bills go through. We're seeing all of this stuff and this corruption happen at the highest level. We have to take the time to radically reimagine what this nation can be. And those of us that got the courage that God has given us the vision and the insight we got to stand on that because if it was up to some folks, we'll still be enslaved. That's yeah, right. here I stand. That's here right. we are right That's now. Right. So that is always right. been based in not somebody else, but it's been based on our belief. And so I think that's the greater message. So no, things are not the same because I have been changed and millions of us are being changed. 
Amen. Uh, and you know, we don't, I don't need to ask you to sing. It's, it, everybody wants you to every time you're anywhere. So you have everybody's understood permission and expressed permission to do that. Um, uh, Dr. Chavis, you represent the NNPA, the National Newspaper Publishers Association. Um, a lot of our people don't realize how much of a fight this still is and how we cannot relax. Um, what's the NNPA doing and its member institutions, its member publishers and, and newspapers to help get, get this word out and keep people informed? Well, first I want to say amen uh, to the Reverend uh, Dr. Uh, Latasha Brown. Uh, thank you for that sermon, and thank you for that song. Thank you for that prayer. You embody what uh, Fighting for Freedom is all about. Uh, the National Newspaper Publishing Association, Mark, we are uh, at press today all over the country uh, about the executive order and about this continuing fight. Uh, one thing you can rest assured, that in 2021, this is the 194th year of the Black Press of America. Since 1827, when Freedom's Journal was first published in New York. Uh, we've been on the front line, not only reporting the news, but being an advocate for change, that Natasha says. And, and I'm gonna join with what she said, Mark. There is change, but it's coming from the bottom up. There is change. It's coming from the grassroots. There is change. It's coming from people uh, being able to discern uh, all the uh, uh, fake news versus the real news. Uh, uh, the, the real political leaders versus uh, pseudo-politicians who claim to be. And these state legislators, I agree with Pastor Mike and Latisha, we've got to really focus on these state legislators. And I think, uh, Pastor Mike and Latisha, uh, we need to vote some of these people out of office at the state level. We need to put them out. We, know we, we, can't, we just can't allow these people to take our vote away or suppress our vote. And so uh, an unprecedented thing happened on uh, the primary in Georgia and the runoff in Georgia. And I think the next time we have a chance to vote in Georgia, we need to uh, vote these people out of office that have been trying to suppress our vote. Yes, sir. And 2022 is going to be very important. That's right. And 2024 is going to be very important. Every year is important. We cannot relent. We have to build on every year. And I can assure you that the black press, we're going to be out there advocating as well as reporting the news and strongly supporting uh, our voting rights and the exercise of our voting rights and keeping people conscious uh, every day. Uh, and so Bloody Sunday is a day to, for rededication, um, uh, for reaffirmation. And we're thankful that you are there in Selma, uh, Mark, uh, with this uh, special program as you reach out to people all over the United States. Thank you, brother. Got to go quickly, Pastor Mike. Just a, a big documentary on PBS about the black church, our oldest political organization. Yes, it is. Tell everybody about what the Black Church Political Action Committee is going to do to put teeth in Biden's executive order and to be sure we continue to fight against voter suppression. Well, as we speak, we are uh, launching uh, some local and regional chapters of, among black churches within both denominations. Um, we are uh, standing up an effort to train uh, black church folks uh, who want to run for office in a local or state context, uh, we do believe that uh, voting is critically important, but so is governance. And bad governance can turn out to create de facto voter suppression if people don't believe that who you elect actually changes their material conditions. Right. So the Black Church Pact is going to continue our work to work alongside partners and comrades like Black Voters Matter, Until Freedom, 
you know, all of our black church denominations, et cetera, to make sure that we uh, keep the folks that we were able to onboard into voting uh, this last cycle and keep that momentum going. Uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson also said that the largest block of voters in this country are non-voters. And so we still have some work to do to make sure that we're continuing to pick up those rocks that are laying around. This yeah. executive order hopefully makes it easier for there to be a federal and, and resourced infrastructure to make that job easier. But indeed, it still remains on us as the people, uh, particularly within the black church, now being targeted even the more by Republican uh, operatives and legislators to limit our access to the ballot box. It's important for the black church to become the most inclusive organization within the black community and make sure that everybody sees a black church in their neighborhood as a home for them politically, even if uh, we may have different theological and religious uh, kind of starting points. That, I think, is the job of the Black Church and uh, the Black Church PAC, the Black Church Action Fund, our Live Free work. All of that continual work will hopefully continue to resource uh, the movement and building of power within the Black Church in the days, weeks, and years to come. Pastor Michael McBride organizing the Black Church politically. Latasha Brown of Black Voters Matter. Reverend Dr. Benjamin F. Chavis, Jr., of the National Newspaper Publishers Association, support the Black Press, blackpressusa.com. And congratulations to Dr. Ben on the new mural unveiled of his image in Miami. I want to thank all three of you for joining us on this commemoration of Bloody Sunday. Thank you for all your hard work. Check out all of these organizations, folks, and get involved and get organized. Thank you, all three, okay? God bless you. Love you. Thank you, Mark. All right. Take care now. Thank you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.